to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. I'm Chrissy. So last time, it was a little bit of a hot, hot mess. mess. <laughs> yeah. We're hoping that we have calmed that down a little bit and that even though you're on this train ride with us, maybe it's not such a hot mess express. Maybe it's going to be Maybe you smooth. laughed along with, with see, I, oh, well, here we <laughs> no, go. Listen, with we're done. Us. We're done. We're done. <laughs> so we've been working through the fruit of the spirit for a good millennia now. Um, that's a joke, but um, Seems I like think it's, it's a good subject. I yes. think it's a good subject that. Yes. Um, and it gets brought up in church all the time. It does. We have, every time something gets brought up by a pastor, we're like, what? <laughs> he's talking about the free spirit and, and he brings yeah. us up. He's, yeah. he's been better at that. Yeah. Giving us plugs. Um, so Renee, why don't you remind them of our theme verse? You think I'd memorize this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Remember when I asked you yesterday, I'm like, what's next? After yeah. This? Yeah. Was I right? Oh, I was. You were. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Galatians 5, through 23. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance against such there is no law. So this time we're on faith. We're back on faith. So we were on faith before, but we talked about saving Mm -hmm. faith. Um, This is the faith that um, this is your start, if you will. Right. Um, To have faith that sustains, you must have the faith foundation to build on, which is true salvation. So we had to start there. Um, And it was really too much to talk about um, when it comes to faith. Um, in one episode. So we Your split it into two. Broke it into three. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, maybe this should be three, yeah. but oh, well. uh, we're going to, we're going to stick with you. We're going to try Just to get through it. Be, bear with us. And yep. Be patient sure with watch us. it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> So we also brought up the point that just like we shouldn't use the word holy when referencing anything or anyone other than Jesus, God, and the Holy Spirit, we should not have faith in anything other than them. Mm-hmm. And I, I challenge you to uh, show me where I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. As that pastor says, if you can show me where I'm wrong, Would you take me to plug the, in the past. I know. I'm sorry. I'm not doing. <laughs> I'm not doing it no more. Faith is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. The word complete is the key. That's exactly right. Yes. So why would you want to put faith in things that fail? I just, right. I, once it really hadn't occurred to me until we started doing this, just like everything else. Um, I'm thinking about that. Why would we ever want to put faith in anything other than God? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I always bring it back to our flesh. It, it's, it's just the fleshly nature. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. So name me something other than God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit that is worth putting our faith in. Mm-hmm. I mean, that you can confidently say that this person or thing will not let me down. Can't do it. Can't. There, <laughs> there is no such thing. There is no such person. No. So if you ask me, this helps us keep our focus. So we, if we have no other routes that we need to take for our faith, we just have that one person to put it in. It takes everything else away. Mm-hmm. You know, it helps us keep our focus. Um, so... If there is nothing or no one that is worthy of our faith, we can concentrate on putting it where it is due. God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Yep. Hebrews eleven six, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, it's impossible to please him. Let that sink in. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. I mean, think about it. 
So does that sound like God wants us to have faith in something that is fallible? For he cometh to God, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is. He is what? He is. He is. He is the creator of the universe. Mm-hmm. He is, I started thinking about all the, these things. These are probably is. just a drop in the bucket. Listen, of I know. And I started thinking about these things and I'm like, <laughs> I started, you know, getting worked up and I started tearing up. I'm like, oh my goodness, God, you are all these things. Yep. So he's the and creator more. of the universe. Yes. He's the maker of all things. He is the answer to every question. He is the healer of all sickness. He is the provider of all needs. He is the only counsel worth seeking. He is the lover of your soul. He is my high tower. When I need to seek Mm. refuge, he is my correction. When I go astray, he is my shelter in the storm. He is all that we need. He is the answer to every question. So why would we ever cheapen faith by putting it in something that has no ability to not let us down? Mm -hmm. I feel like this is where um, there is a disconnect. So we want to believe that he is pleasing, that is pleasing to God for us to put our faith in, say, other Christians. So we we kind of like glorify it a little bit. You know, God wants me to put my faith in you, Renee. You know, you're another Christian. He he wants me to put my faith in you. But the fact is, I love Renee. I I love you. I love you, too. Yep. We've been through (laughs) a lot together. Um, But I don't have faith in you. Wow. I know. It goes both ways. I know. <laughs> well, it's okay for me, but it's not okay for you. You're going to let me okay. down, and I'm going to let you down. So yes, that's don't exactly. Don't put no faith in me. That is exactly right. So I do not have faith that you are never going to disappoint me. Right. I do not have faith that you will never let me down or fail me. I don't have faith right. in you. And that may sound harsh, and I hope that you haven't put any faith in me for anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What I do have faith in, though, is that Jesus will guide her and direct her in the right paths when it comes to our relationship. And I mean that for me as well. Um, I trust that he will make our relationship pleasing to him by correcting, instructing and leading us. Mm -hmm. Well, I think he's been doing that through the podcast. I do, too. I really do. I really think that he's been doing that. And I have learned a lot about I I kind of thought that it was a little bit rude when I started thinking about this. I don't have faith in you and I don't. I'm okay with that because I need to have faith that God will take care of what he needs to take care of in you when it comes to me. And the same way, you know, in me for you. So is there a difference between trust and faith? I believe so. I can trust you with this and with this and with this, but I don't have faith. Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. I I think there's a difference. (laughs) Maybe maybe we should do a podcast about trust. I don't know. Never know. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Um, So I trust that he will make our relationship pleasing to him by correcting and instructing us. And this is the same when it comes to um, Tom. He's human. (laughs) Renee would be the first to say that he is fallible. He ain't all that in a bank chips. No, he he ain't. I don't have faith that he is never going to let me down. I really don't. Um, I do have faith that Jesus knows what he is doing when it comes to leading Christians um, in what they are called to be for other people. Okay. I I do have faith in that. And I've always said, uh, I think God impressed upon my heart years ago. And I, I haven't quite 
you know, fully grasped it. I think I will be doing that until the day that I die. But I, he placed in my heart that why do you look for other people to be for you what only I can be? Mm-hmm. You know, and I think once I started realizing what he was saying to me, I was like, you're right. When I do that, then that's when I get hurt. That's when I get disappointed, you know. So I think that you can take that a little bit too far and be become cold-hearted or become numb to things. And I don't think that we should do that. Um, but I, I really want to look for him to be all that I need and not look for you to be mm-hmm. all that I need or right. look for Tom to be all that I need. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. So notice how this is taking us right back to where our faith should be. Him. Right. Hebrews 12, 2 says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Doesn't that give you the shivers? <laughs> it just does. I don't know. I don't know. There's something about the word of God. Just, yeah. You know. Mm. So once again, Jesus is presented as the only one worthy of our faith. He is the author and <clears throat> finisher of it. Think about that. And just to reiterate a point that we brought out when we talked about joy, the verse says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. We are that joy. That's us. Hebrews 11.1 1 says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. This is a, this is a verse, I think, that trips some people up. Um, but read it slowly. The faith is, your faith is the meat. It's the bulk. It puts hands and feet on what you hope for. Okay. Your faith is, is the substance of it. And that is the evidence that there are things we can't see, but are there. So the faith is the bulk and and it's the hands and feet and the hope And that is the evidence that there are things that we can't see. I know that's really hard. I'm not going to try to explain it. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a theologian. I'm just saying I'm starting to understand it in my heart a little bit. And we know that they are there because faith reveals it to us. So we know that the things are there, the things that we can't see, because faith reveals it to us. So, okay, so now it's going to get a little bit weird. Okay, it's a little bit weird to some. Are we ready? (laughs) I think we are. All right. James 1, 2 through 4. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let have... What? What? (laughs) But let have patience. Listen, I like my way. Your version. It's the Christy version. (laughs) But let patience have Have her perfect work Mm -hmm. that he may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. That's my bad. That's my bad. Listen, I'm not, I didn't say I was a typer. Typos happen. Yeah. It is what it is. It's, I feel bad because you can go back and read it for yourself. James one, two through four. So I, this is what I'm doing as I'm typing scripture. I'm like, I gotta get this right. I gotta get this right. I gotta get this right because you know, you know, Scripture is important to me. Right. King James Version is important to me. Right. And if I start messing this up, and especially if I have Renee <laughs> reading Read. Scripture, she's so like, "This is the CKJV version." There you go. There you go. 
don't don't put stock in that version. Uh, <laughs> no, don't. I have no faith in that version. <laughs> so why would God ever want our faith to be tried? Why why would he ever want that? I think it's simple. Um, it's very hard to prove him or an or if you have never been tried. Mm-hmm. Very, very hard. Um, I guess I look at this as if God is saying, it is good for you to wonder if I am enough for your situation and for me to prove to you that I am. The only way that he can prove it to us is if we're tried. Mm-hmm. It'll give you patience. It will make your faith grow. It will prove to you that he, that for every need, he is the supply. Right. Well, there was a quote that I found the other day. And it was, I thought it was fantastic, but it's, it's coffee with Starla. I don't drink coffee with this lady, but she's on Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm thinking of a different Starla. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it, it's on Facebook. So mm-hmm. unwavering faith means that you trust God with your life more than you trust yourself. It means that you trust his timing, even when you're running out of patience. It means that you trust his de- decisions, mm-hmm. even if you don't like the outcome. I think, yeah. And I think more so for all of those, when I was reading that, um, is the middle one for me. It means that you trust his timing, even when you're running out of patience. Yeah. And that's something that I, that I've tried to do when I can feel myself getting stressed. Oh yeah, I, I can feel myself getting tense and, and I try, when I start feeling, I don't like that feeling. So no. I like to steer clear of it, but that's not always been the case. But if I'm, if I get that way, I'm like, Okay, Lord. Yeah. You got Take this. It's your, you yeah. know all about it. You know what I need time for. You need the you know that I need this. You know that I need that. Right. So and in that you will learn to be patient and wait for him to provide all that you need for every situation, even if it doesn't look like you think it should. Patience is one of my lesser virtues that I have. I'm not very, this, we have the lesser virtues. We have the greater virtues and we have the lesser virtues. Trying really, but <laughs> I'm there. Oh, I'm there with you, sister. I mean, there's some days I don't have like, faith in you, but I have faith. I have faith that there God are days knows my patients are better than others. Let's yeah. just put it that way. <laughs> yep. So even when things aren't going the way we think they should, it doesn't bother us or worry us or weigh on our mind because we have faith. Complete trust in God that He will take care of us and see us through whatever situation with what is best for us. And I remember the testimony that Rachel gave of when Kari was born. Mm-hmm. Um, it it all comes flooding back yeah. when, when I get into the testimonies and yeah. stuff. But things weren't progressing the way Rachel wanted it to. She was pregnant with Kari, her third child. And um, they mentioned to her that they was going to do a C-section. And Rachel was scared. She had never had surgeries before. She had something done with her eyes or something when mm-hmm. she was a baby. But other than that, she's had no surgeries you know, been cut open or any of that stuff. So she didn't know what to expect, but she trusted in her savior and knew he would get her through. And when Kari was born because of C-section, the cord was wrapped around uh, Kari's neck. So God knew exactly what was best for Rachel and for Kari. And Rachel put her faith in God to see her and Kari through. So I think that it's funny that um, there was, there was a lot, there was very stressful for Rachel. Yes. And, and all of us too, but just think about just Rachel, very stressful for her, very painful for her. 
the whole experience was kind of traumatic for her. Oh, yeah. Um, but even in that, and even with um, what happened with Kari with the cord being wrapped around her neck, all of that trouble, it was what what happened was what God wanted exactly. to happen. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's hard for us to choke down. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's, 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 he knows what's good for us, mm-hmm. you know, and that's the kicker to know that he is enough, that, that he will come through, um, have faith in that truth and then begin to see that his plan is usually different than ours in looks and just sit back and watch. I, I think yeah. that's key. Just be able to sit back sit and back, watch. Yeah. I, that's hard. No, I know. No, it, <laughs> even though he's proven himself over and over oh, and Lord. over. Yep. We still yep. have, I, I sing the song, I still trust you, Lord. Oh, it's easy to sing. Yeah. Is it easy to live? Yeah. You know, I, I know that's probably said on my part. I think it's day, a grow. We have to grow in it. <laughs> it. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I have grown in it. But I'm still growing and learning. Yeah, so I think that we if we can't are. see what's ahead, but co- put complete trust in Jesus to see us through, and don't question that is faith. So why don't we live this way? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I don't know why. So why are you <laughs> preaching at me? <laughs> Sit your butt down. I'm sorry. <laughs> so not I, really, but <laughs> I'm not sorry. I hope that everyone <clears throat> knows my heart. Um, that I don't mean this to sound as if I'm holy, but early on, God placed a desire in my heart to be able to see how he could make beauty from ashes. Um, we all know that something has to burn to get ashes. And we, we, we say it so proudly, God can create beauty from ashes, but do you realize something's got to burn yes, exactly. for that to happen? Yes. Um, but I used to look for him and even long for bad things to happen. Now, don't get, don't, don't think bad of me. <laughs> this was just so I could see how he was going to work it for my good. Um, I used to think that I was crazy for wanting that. And I still think I, you're crazy. I am crazy. <laughs> I am just, that has nothing to do with this. Okay. Though. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, my bad. But I was listening to the radio the other day. And there was this guy, um, they were interviewing people. Um, I was listening to Caleb and they do, they ask a question and then people call in and give their answers. And this guy got on there and he said, when things look bad, I get excited because I get to sit back and watch what God's going to do. I used to think that it was just me, but I I thought, I know there has to be more Mm -hmm. of us out there, you know, that really, really are crazy. But, you know, I can just like that. I can say that when it comes to you mm-hmm. and other people in the church and seeing them and their problems. I'm like, I know God's going to do something. This is going to work this off yeah. for the good. And But when it comes to me, it's like I don't I yeah. don't want to let go of it. To, yeah. You know, you don't. But I think that the more he proves himself or and or yeah. that's when when things are going bad, that's when you start perking up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There are things that get our attention in life um, where they used to not grab our attention, but once he's, you've walked through something horrible and he's proved himself, the next time you're on the onset of something horrible, you're like, oh, my ears perk up. I'm yeah. like, I want to see how God's going to do this. <laughs> and I know that he is. All right, God, you got this. Prove yourself again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can't wait to see how it works out. Yep. So don't get me wrong. I love 
being on the mountaintop. Oh, yeah. It's a good place to yeah. be. I love the words of the Torrin Wells song, Hills and Valleys. He says, on the mountain, I will bow my life to the one who put me there. And in the valley, I will lift my eyes to the one who sees me there. So no matter, you know, on the mountain or in the valley, our faith should be in him and him mm-hmm. alone. Um, he should also be getting the glory for all of that. Oh, definitely. If you have not read through um, Hebrews chapter 11, which is the faith chapter, you should. I, I strongly recommend it. And we don't have time to go through mm-hmm. each one mm-hmm. of the, these people. It would be a long time. It would be a long time. <laughs> but I want to touch on some. Okay. So each verse that talks about these people um, in Hebrews uh, chapter 11 starts off with by faith. It says by faith. And we want to be a blessing to all the people who tu- who tune in, tune in uh, t- to listen to us. But since this is a podcast that's geared towards women, um, let's talk about the women of God that are listed in these heroes of faith. All right. Hebrews 11, 11 says, through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful for who, shoot, Judged him faithful who had promised. I don't have faith in you to read the scriptures. Oh, hush. So There's I, too many chocolate covered pretzels or something. 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 It's making me want to do this. So I think Sarah gets a bad rap a lot of times, don't you? I mean, mostly because she heard that she was going to conceive at the age of 90 and she snickered. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So she got to pass out. So. Yeah, I know. I, I like, give her more than what she please, you know, she Lord, more. Please, Lord, you need to part this Red Sea because yeah. I do not want this. Um, but she laughed mm-hmm. when she was told that she was going to conceive. But the fact is, she is listed in the word of God right along the other heroes of faith. Mm-hmm. So I find that very fascinating. All right. Hebrews eleven twenty three. Let's see if I can do a better job okay. this time. <laughs> By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Do you see how I didn't make this King James Version? <laughs> it says, it's got the number three. <laughs> it's my version again. It's my, it's going to it's going to catch on. It's, it's, it's OK. They didn't know that. Yeah, I know. But I was just I was reading. I was like, they can't see our notes way. that we don't have. <laughs> what are what are these notes you're talking All about? Right. <laughs> so Moses, it says by faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents. I don't I actually attribute this faith to Moses's mom. Not to faith, so not to faith. <laughs> maybe, maybe had an aunt named Faith. I don't. Know. <laughs> I mean, really, we're <laughs> really trying not to make this a hot mess express, but. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, I don't know. Reel it back in. Reel it back in. <laughs> Okay. They might have to splice this or something because no, I'm, I'm not sure. They better leave this because you guys you guys know that we're crazy. I don't know. CJ or Lucas is the one doing it. I don't uh, know. So <clears throat> I attribute this faith to, to Moses' mom because it says, by faith, <laughs> Moses. I apologize. I may go on without you. I'll come back around. <laughs> okay. So Moses' mom. What did she do? 
<laughs> you need to go to the next point. Okay, I'm going. Okay, try it. She, <laughs> she built an ark of bulrushes. Do you know what that is? And pitched it. And put her three-month-old baby. I'm crying you, Chrissy. I Thank you. Sorry. <clears throat> okay, I'll get it together. Okay. She put her three. I've been having, I don't know. So There's I your three again? I know. <laughs> I started having these dreams. And I don't know if they're dreams or they're nightmares. And I wonder if it's because I've been writing this podcast. I thought it was about Jamie because she's pregnant, <laughs> just so everybody knows. Um, but I, I think it was because of this. She built an ark of bulrushes and pitched it and put her three-month-old baby in it and sent him down the river. But why, why did she do that? You know what I'm saying? She, the commandment had come of the king um, to kill all of the baby boys. Mm-hmm. As they were born, all the Hebrew baby boys, um, because he had heard what was going to happen. So he he had commanded that. But his his mom hid him for three months. OK. And you know, how hard is it to hide a three month or a, a, a less baby? Than, yeah, a baby <laughs> at all crying and, and stuff <clears throat> like that. Um, but when she could hide him no more, she put her faith in God. And this kind of brought me back to um, the study that we're doing for the doc, the women's ministry. Mm -hmm. Um, Your faith um, greatly matters to your family. Um, If she had not had the faith in God that she had and made this little arc of bulrushes and pitched it on the outside and put her three, think about a three month old baby, put that baby down in that and send it down the river. Mm hmm. I couldn't do that. I know. I just, like that to what's me. What's going through her mind when yeah, she's doing that? That is faith. She's probably praying. Yep. Lord, you know what I'm doing. Yep. You know you where know he's who going. He is. Yeah. Yep. He's you yours. Know. Yep. He's yours. You can yeah, have him. Exactly. How I could, I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Now that I'm settled, maybe I can try and read mine a little bit. I hope so. <laughs> God's ways are always better than our ways. All we have to do is trust and have faith in whatever the end results be. Yeah. But as we're going through these things, we don't think he knows what's best. We want to tell God what, what, what to do. Yeah. I just, think we you want to be this. in control of it. Yep. Now, if God would listen to us and give us what we want each time we pray, would we need faith? No. Absolutely not. Of course. Not because, of course not. Because G, or God, who would be more like a genie to us yeah. if this was the way it was going to be? Yeah, exactly. Genie in a bottle. Yeah. And that's not what we want. You know, and that's, we don't want that. We really don't. No. When we, when we, we, wouldn't down, be, we wouldn't be happy with it. No. We, we would wouldn't. complain. There would be Listen, no growth. We have, we have him to have our faith in, to put all of our faith in, and we still complain. Yeah. <laughs> so if we had it this way, yeah. we would complain even more. Yes. So. Yep. There would be no growth. Right. So Hebrews eleven thirty one mm-hmm. says, by faith, the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believe not when she had received the spies with peace. So it seems odd that a prostitute would be listed. I mean, if you don't know the story, I, I greatly recommend reading it. Um, but that she would be listed at God's command, because the word of God is at God's command, um, in the list of heroes of faith chapter. I think that's weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joshua sent two spies into Jericho to scope out the city. Um, usually, even if you don't go to church, you know about Jericho. You know, you have an inkling of what happened with Jericho, but the spies ended up lodging in a prostitute's house and the whole town, including the king, knew it. 
Okay, so they're watching, they're seeing what's going on. They're, you know, they got to watch to get their gossip, you know. So everybody knew the king probably wasn't watching. He had his thugs, you know, that were watching for him, I'm sure. So the king sent his thugs um, to bully Rahab into turning them over. But Rahab was mimicking that little girl in the gift. She's like, well, what are you talking about? Spies? I don't I don't know. That's my favorite gif. If you don't know what I'm doing, then you, I... Go look it up. Yeah. Google it. <laughs> so this is what she said to them. She was talking to the spies. For the Lord, your God, he is God in heaven above and in earth beneath. That's what she was saying to the spies. She knew who he was. She had heard of him, knew who he was, believed in him, had faith in him. And because she had that faith in him, this is what made, you know, her act the way that she act. So this was her display of faith in the true God. And she knew that the place she was living was going to be destroyed. Okay, that's what was going to happen. And I had to believe that she understood why and was in agreement with it. I I really do. Otherwise, she'd be like, you know what? This place isn't that bad. Can you convince, you know, them to not destroy it? That's not the way she was was handling it. But her faith compelled her to request of the two spies that they petition God on her behalf to save her and her family when all that was going to go down went down. And he did. Mm -hmm. And she made it into the uh, Hall of Heroes of Faith. So faith makes everything that happens make perfect sense. Right. I have given the testimony of when Josh was born. Mm -hmm. So I'll kind of just reiterate a little bit but it was back in 92 he was or he was supposed to have been born in 91 december of 91 and he was pretty stubborn about it and mm-hmm. decided to come in january Shocker. 8th i know right <laughs> january 8th of 1992 um so i was two weeks late already and they induced me on a monday <clears throat> early monday morning i had to be there and they give you the drugs and whatever to try and progress things along and he didn't want to come out and here we go, you know, take you off the medicine, give you a good night's sleep, get up the next morning, you can shower, eat, you know, blah, 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 put you back on the medication. And it was another full day all night. And he was born at six something in the morning on a Wednesday morning. <laughs> um, he came out blue. Um, doctors looked him all over and pretty much put him in an incubator, wouldn't let us hold him or do anything. They uh, had specialists come in. Look him over, and the doctor pulled us aside and uh, told us that they think he, uh, Josh wouldn't live, or he would be an invalid, or vegetable, or you know whatever. Basically, he wouldn't be normal, or he would die. So we asked the elders to come in from the church to anoint Josh. And through all of this, I mean, yes, I cried. I'm a, I'm a mother, first mm-hmm. time mother. Yeah, you know, so of course I cried. One of the hardest things that we had to do was leave Josh at the hospital. But we, you know, we had the editors come in and we had to annoy him or whatever, and they were going to still ship him to Toledo. And we went home that night. We stayed at my aunt and uncle's house because it was closer to the hospital in case they would have called us or whatever. And I remember laying down that night and me and Gary both basically, whatever, Lord, you want. I mean, him both had such a peace yeah. through this whole thing. You know, we trusted and we had faith that whatever God wanted, you know, it was going to happen. Yeah. There was no sense of fretting over it. He was going to give us what we needed to get through what was going to happen. So they sh- shipped him on up to Toledo and um, did ran a bunch of tests or whatever. 
And they came out and says, we have no clue why they even send him here. There is nothing wrong with this child. He's 30 years old. He preaches the gospel. He teaches Sunday school. Just all the things that God has done. Not when he came out. No. He wasn't there when he came out. <laughs> this is 30 years down the road. <laughs> this is 30 years down the road. But the Lord has you know, healed him and um, done wonders in his life. He's got a yep. beautiful wife and a beautiful little girl. And But through all of that, God gave me and Gary the peace, the comfort, the faith, the trusting of God himself, that whatever came, we were going to trust him to keep our faith is to keep our eyes on Jesus and trust. And that's pretty much what we did through that whole scenario. Um, One example I thought of also was of Peter when Christ bid him to walk on the water. As long as Peter kept his faith and his eyes on the master, he was walking on the water as Christ did. But when he took his eyes off of Christ, his faith began to weaken and he began to sink. So the application of this example is to keep our focus on Christ and keep trusting that he knows what's best and not to focus on the problem and start to worry or doubt. Easier said than done a lot of the times. But um, a quote I found online, but I I don't think it said by whom it was, but God is always working. Sometimes you can't see it. Sometimes you can't feel it. Sometimes you can't grasp what he's doing. That's what faith is. Believing in the goodness of God in spite of what we can see. Exactly. I think it's a lot of the problems. Yeah. We want to see things. Yeah. We're, we're just stimulated by vision and, you know, the touch and all these different things. And we can't see that. that I mean, that's what faith is, though. Yeah. If, if we could see it, we wouldn't need faith. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, you know, like you said, <clears throat> the goodness of God, believing in the goodness of God, the, the Bible is full, you know. We talked about in the last episode, um, faith cometh by hearing and hearing mm-hmm. by the word of God. So you you gain your faith. Your faith grows by um, hearing the word of God, studying it, um, listening to it, being preached, uh, reading it for yourself. Right. You know, that's how your faith grows. And from that, you can believe in the goodness of God in spite of what you see. Mm-hmm. That's that's what faith is. You know, that's the substance. Right. You know, there's evidence of things not seen. That's the substance. But could you still, I mean, logically, you're going to have faith with God bringing you through everything that you've been through. But could I not grow in my faith from seeing him do whatever in your life and in this brother's life and in this sister's life? It doesn't have to be my own personal thing. But why don't we do that? We don't. I mean, it's like. (laughs) Well, we're supposed to glory in, in, you know, other people's, you know. Big things happen in their lives, yeah. and we're supposed to be happy for them. But and, we're so and, and prideful. We are. Mm. I keep hitting the microphone. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Smack the microphone. I think we need more of that. I agree. And I, I think agree. if we had more of that, it would bring more love yeah. for each other. We wouldn't Let's have to commit to it. Me and you do this one. Okay. We'll commit. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be committed to yes. caring about and praising, praising God for the big things in your life. Right. That's what yours we're going to do. Yeah. And yours. And, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> CJ's. Yeah, everybody's. Yep. We're gonna try and find the good in everything yep. and praise Him. Yep, yep. Because well, it just makes life easier when you yeah. do it that way. When yeah. you finally, when you get to the point where you're just like, if I would just do what God says, this would be so much easier. I need to be excited for what God's doing in your life. Yep. You need to be excited for what God's and, exactly. And it goes along all down the road. Everybody yeah. in the church, we should be excited for what God is doing in you. Not shouldn't be upset or jealousy. Well, or I anything think that, that if we would realize that we're all along for the ride, yeah. I'm along for your ride. You're along. It's bumpy. It's bumpy. <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> that. <laughs> Don't get me started again. Don't on this. Do, oh we're my not God. laughing. All right. Well, I also found a Charles Spurgeon quote. My son and like daughter would be old so, dead guy. Yeah, old dead guy. They'd be so proud of me. <laughs> to trust God in the light is nothing, but trust him in the dark. That 
is faith. Yes. And that pretty much sums it up. If we knew what was going to happen, then why in the world will we need faith? Exactly. Ta-da. Yep. <laughs> but without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we yes. need to have faith. Yes, exactly. That's well, I, think, I think that's all oh, we got. Wow, I think that is all wow. we got awesome. for this one. But that was, I mean, we could have done a ton more yeah. on faith, but oh, yeah, we definitely. will. We'll save some for a future episode, maybe yes. um, on faith, but um, it's that. been fun. Our Me- next topic is meekness. Meekness. Did you forget? No, I was waiting for oh, you to okay. say it. Right. I was preferring you. Oh, I, I was caring you. about the big things in your life. <laughs> you get to say meekness and I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating you that you Whatever. can say that. All right. As you can see, we've upgraded. Yeah. Look at that. We went for a styrofoam. What was it? Four ninety nine. Listen, you weren't supposed to catch that. You're praising in my. I'm glory. I'm, in, I'm, in my. I'm praising you. Now. Now. Yeah. You're glory in my weakness. <laughs> It's a habit. I can't our, help it. Uh, we, we apologize, but we ran out of these, so when we're not going to make any more. <laughs> yep. We sold our last we one. Sold out. We're saving this one for a, yeah. for a memorabilia. Yeah, that's going to go on our shelf. Yep. But we upgraded. Yes. Look at these, how beautiful. That's so nice. pretty. Yeah. Love it. And Sister Roma Oakley, she lives in Mansfield, Ohio, made these for us. We want to thank her for that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are interested in buying something like she makes a whole bunch of different things. I mean, yeah, a lot of things. She is on Facebook, Crafts by Roma, if you want to look her up. Or she's got an email, craftsbyroma at gmail.com. Pretty simple. So I'm sure she would appreciate your business. But yes. we'll put a, I told her we'd plug in, plug in her first. <laughs> I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I will plug her. How's that? That's I'm going to plug her in. I'm going to plug her. <laughs> plug it in. Plug it in. So um, sorry for my hot mess today. No, it's fun. I liked it. I was my chew toy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. It was. But thank you guys. We hope yep. you, you stay to the end. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, it is what it yeah. is. So. All right. So next time it'll be about meekness. meekness. So yes. until next time. See ya. See ya.